Hey guys, thanks for tuning back into Truth Radio, a podcast station dedicated to bringing the body of Christ together through the Word of God, prayer, and testimony. On Truth Radio, we don't allow our past to define who we are, but we allow the Word of God to show us who we are in His Son, Jesus Christ. Let's begin. Hey guys, I just, I want to thank you for joining me. I have never, ever done a a live podcast ever. So if you have no sound, let me know. Uh, like I said, this is, this is all new to me too. So, um, wow, I have not done anything with this ministry in a long time. And, uh, you know, let's just, let's open up in prayer because that's the best way to, to go about this. Right. So Lord, I just, um, God, I pray that you just call my heart right now. Lord, I thank you that you are speaking to your warriors in the end time, because that is what we're living in. God, I just pray that every person that listens to this now or in the future will receive something, God, that is new for them, that will strengthen their relationship with you, God, that will challenge them and make them uncomfortable, because comfortable Christianity is so dangerous, God. I pray that we get uncomfortable because you're stretching us so much that we have to do something new. So Lord, again, I just, I bless every listener. I pray God that your spirit take over in Jesus's mighty and precious and holy name. Amen. So this morning I was coming into work and currently I am not able to work at the fortress. I got disqualified because of my background. Um, I had some pretty poor decisions in my past, uh, as I'm sure many of you have as well. And I, I, I opened up with just worship. You know, I, I'm working remotely and I, it's like, man, I haven't done a devotion in two weeks. I haven't just said, okay, God, here's my heart and, and I am, I'm broken and, and I just need a little bit of you today, a lot of bit of you today. And, and so I got to do that this morning on my way in and something um, awesome happened, uh, I got in the office here and currently we'll, me and Jose are actually in the studio as our office and this testimony came on and it caught my attention because he started talking about his past in the satanic church and drug addiction and his wife was a prostitute and, and this, this, I'm not a crier. I don't like crying. I, I'm an ugly crier, <laughs> uh, so to speak. And it moved me so much that I just got wrecked on how much God, God just blesses this man who turned his life over to him. And I'm like, for the first time in my life, I could see somebody's testimony and say, thank you, God, there's another one, one. There's another one in the kingdom. There's another brother and another sister. And so I'm bawling and I can't, and I don't like it. I'm going to ugly cry live stream. Man, that sucks. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and um, it, it just, it broke me. And there's something that this man said about becoming desperate. In his entire life, I mean, he, he fought God, he fought the church, but he was raised in it. But he fought it afterwards because there was this resentment. And he said, I had to get to a place where I was desperate for God. And so after all this, the Lord's like, hey, you know what, Joey, why don't you go ahead and open up to Mark 1. And 
So I did, and um, as you guys know, God is always right uh, when it comes to, man, when he says, hey, get in the word, he, he knows what you need to hear. So I'm just going to read over this, and you're going to see this theme of desperation with the crowds and with Jesus. Um, if you guys have your Bibles, and I hope you do, if you don't, get a hold of me. I will get you a Bible for free. Um, so I'm just going to read. If you want to read along, please do. The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. As it is written in Isaiah the prophet, Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way. The voice of the one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord and make his paths straight. John appeared baptizing in the wilderness and proclaiming a baptism of repentance for all forgiveness of sins. And all the country of Judea and all of Jerusalem were going out to him and were being baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair and wore a leather belt around his waist and preached, saying, After me comes one who is mightier than I, the straps of whose sandals um, that I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Amen. The baptism of Jesus. In those days Jesus came from Nazareth of Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And when he came out of the water immediately he saw the heavens being torn open and the spirit descending on him like a dove and a voice came from heaven, "You are my beloved son, with you I am well pleased." The spirit immediately drove him into the wilderness. As he was in the wilderness 40 days being tempted by Satan and he was excuse me he was with the wild animals and the angels were ministering to him now after John was arrested Jesus came into Galilee proclaiming the gospel of God and saying the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand repent and believe in the gospel Passing alongside the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew, the brother of Simon, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And Jesus said to them, Follow me, and I will make you become fishers of men. And immediately, immediately, they left their nets and they followed him. And going on a little further, he saw James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, who were in their boat mending their nets. And immediately he called to them, and they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired servant and followed him. And they went into Capernaum, and immediately, I love that that word is used so much, immediately on the Sabbath he entered the synagogue and was teaching, and they were astonished at his teachings, for he taught them as one who had authority and not as the scribes. And immediately what there was in the synagogue a man with an unclean spirit and he cried out what have you to do with us Jesus of Nazareth have you come to destroy us I know who you are the Holy One of God but Jesus rebuked him saying be silent and come out of him and the unspirit, unclean spirit convulsing him crying out with a loud voice came out of him and they were all amazed so that they questioned among themselves saying what is this a new teaching with authority 
He commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. At once, or in other words, immediately, his fame spread everywhere throughout the surrounding region of Galilee. And immediately he left the synagogue and entered the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. Now Simon's mother-in-law lay ill with fever, and immediately they told him about her. And he came and took, excuse me, and he came and took her by the hand and lifted her up, and her fever left her, and she began to serve them. Amen. That's that's funny. <laughs> um, that evening at sundown, um, they brought to him all who were sick and oppressed by the demons. And the whole city was gathered together. The whole city was gathered together at the door. And he healed many who were sick with various diseases and cast out many demons. And he would not permit the demons to speak because they knew him. And arising very early the next morning while it was still dark, he departed and went to a desolate place. And there he prayed. And Simon and those who were with him searched for him. And when they found him, they said, everyone is looking for you. And he said to them, let's go on to the next town. <laughs> Which, that's how I know uh, Jesus has a great sense of humor. Because that's what he, he came to do. And he went, through Gal- he went throughout all of Galilee, preaching in their synagogues and casting out demons. And a leper came to him, imploring him and kneeling. He said, if you will, you can make me clean. It wasn't a question. It was a statement. Write that down. (laughs) Moved with pity, he stretched out his hand and touched him and said to him, I will be clean. And immediately the leprosy left him and he was made clean. And Jesus sternly charged him and sent him away at once. And he said to him, see that you say nothing to anyone but go. Show yourself to the priests and offer your cleansing that Moses commanded for proof to them. But he went out and began to talk freely about it to spread the good news so that Jesus could no longer openly enter a town but it but was yeah but was out in desolate places and people were coming to him from every quarter people heard about the man named Jesus and they came running they piled up an entire town piled up at the door and as i'm just moved by this testimony and the Lord tells me to open this up. He says, Joey, somewhere along this last year, you have lost your desperation for me. I, I began to become embarrassed about um, my faith, which is wrong because I work in a ministry. I, I'm embarrassed to worship at my church. That's wrong. It's church. I should, I should openly be able to worship how God says to worship and be obedient in that. I'm embarrassed to go to the foot of the cross. And it's like, if I'm having these thoughts, I couldn't imagine what it must be to be an unbeliever. That even people in the church itself have lost the desperation to have and know Christ. To have a deep, meaningful relationship where we are challenged by what we are being taught. That it's not... Um, I'm only going to listen to this because that doesn't make me change. And I'm already doing that. Oh, yeah. But, you know, technically, if you look at the root word of that, I don't know if it really means. How about how about this? The word of God is inerrant. If you're not being challenged by the word of God or at the church that you are attending, you're at the wrong church. I had to ask myself. 
Why did I lose my desperation? And here's the answer. And this is the whole reason I even wanted to do this video. I lost my desperation because I became comfortable. I thought in my head that I had made it. I'm working in the ministry. I'm serving God. But if I'm serving him with a cold heart, am I really serving him at all? Am I just serving myself? Do I want people to notice, oh yeah, you know, he works there. He's doing good. You know, he's he's sober. Um, he, he's not into the dark stuff anymore. He's fine. I don't, I, I, I want to keep people on their toes. Man, do you know what, what God is doing in Joey's life? Oh, did you know jo Joey's going to go and, and do a missions trip? I want to be so surprised about what God's doing in my life that it is impossible to stay comfortable in one spot. It is impossible for me to stay comfortable reading um, just just rhetoric on Facebook that that I <laughs> I just I, I need something new and for months during this COVID-19, the, the BLM, all of this up and yeah, we're, it's going to get a little touchy, but but here's my question. Every pastor in any online service that I listened to, attended, um, ran soundboard for, said that when we come back, it needs to be different. And I want to ask you something as a believer and as a follower of Christ. What's different? I was very firm on that, and you guys can actually go back and, and listen to some of the past podcasts where I'm like, yeah, we can't go back. It can't be the same. And yet here I am doing the same thing every single week. Here I am stuck in the same sin. Here I am stuck in the same book because, man, if I go any further, if I get into 1st, 2nd, 3rd John, Revelation, I might have to do something about it. I might have to be stretched, God forbid. I need to make sure for myself, and, I, and, I, and my prayer is that you understand this as well, that if the Lord is asking you to change, you need to change. Whatever it is that God is wanting you to do to further your relationship with Him, your, your obedience, your sacrifice for Him on a daily basis, we need to be doing that. It's not just, oh, well, the church... It's not the same. We have to turn that around on ourselves. Have I changed? Have I done anything differently? Am I serving God in a new capacity today? Who can God be for me today? Because trust me, He wants to be something new for you today. And it, it took God just getting a hold of me and allowing me to just cry on His shoulder today to realize that. Um, I don't. I don't have much more. We might be doing these more often. I, I'm not sure. Um, I do know that we are going to get back into podcasting because the Lord is pretty relentless on uh, you need to do this. And I was defiant and chose not to for months. And here I am locked in the studio for probably two or four months. So um, heard you loud and clear. Uh, we're going to get it done. Um, so I'm just going to pray out and that's that's all I got. So Lord, I just, I thank you again for, for what you're showing me. And a lot of times I, I get excited and 
passionate about what you're doing in my life that I feel like I need to share that. And, and to me, God, that's witness. It's not just testimony. It, it's witness. It's something that I can um, hold on to because it's, it's how you're changing me on a daily basis. And Lord, I pray that the witness of every listener, of every church, every pastor, every deacon, um, Lord, is, is, it becomes stronger and stronger because of their obedience. Lord, I pray again that you challenge us and that you stretch us to become um, the warriors, your end-time warriors, God, because those are the days that we're living in. And I don't want to miss it. So whatever it takes, God, help me to become more desperate for you, desperate for your word, and more hungry, more passionate about doing your will and taking all my wants and all my desires and throwing them to the wayside because it is not worth it if I don't get to have Jesus. It is not worth it if I don't get to kneel at the foot of the cross and cry out. It is not worth it if I'm seeing my family members and friends living lives that are contrary to what the Word says. Lord, may I understand and every listener understand and every Christian understand that we have a responsibility to go and make disciples. Amen. I will talk to you guys later. Bye.